Good morning, everyone, and welcome to the morning show. Good morning, Andy. Good morning. How are you? I'm great. How are you today? I'm getting used to this new set that we have. Do you like it so far? It's very nice. I Good. like the uh, Zack Snyder mural that uh, was completed last month. And now, for the first time, we're uh, able to showcase. I know. I like uh, practicing what clothing looks good in front of it <laughs> each day. So mm -hmm. uh, here we go. We're trying this one out. But Solids. Yeah, Solids. it looks great. Mm -hmm. Yeah. 57 degrees this uh, Wednesday morning. It is Wednesday, June 2nd. It's so confusing because June 1 was Tuesday after the holiday. So all week we're going to be off. We had uh, we had mixed up schedules in our family yesterday, thinking it was Monday, and hopefully we can just take advantage of this short week and, and get through it. I think we're uh, I think we're halfway there actually. We are halfway there already. Halfway there. Nice thing about uh, Monday holiday, the week goes by fast. Though we have showers in the forecast throughout the day-to-day -day periods of showers and maybe even a thunderstorm later on. Let's hope that doesn't mess with. Uh, sports schedules today because there's a lot it's a busy sports day it is busy we're into playoffs but last night we had uh the selby which was awesome um that was my first time on the mic for a sporting event and i was very nervous what about the basketball game you did uh this i didn't year? do a full basketball oh. game i just did five minutes of it but um i have to give a shout out to east jackson uh they did a phenomenal job i'm actually going to push that it moves to East Jackson for a couple of years um, before back goes back to Jackson High. They did a great job. Craig Vitale, who's the meet director, did an awesome job. Um, I mean, full house, full crowd, kids, kids having a great time. It was, it was the best high school event I've seen in um, 15 months. Well, with no Selby uh, last year, uh, maybe this is what the uh, event needed for uh, rejuvenation. Yeah, you know, people talk about that all the time, whether it's a golf outing or a Hall of Fame. Sometimes you need it to go away a little bit, come back before people appreciate it. Um, I don't think so with this. I, I mean, I, I, well, talking to the athletes, they were, they were so upset that they missed last year's uh, Selby and, and state finals and um, really their entire spring sports season. Um, so they were happy to be out on the track and out on the, the field events last night. So it was, uh, it was fun. It was a lot of fun. I am not very good at calling, announcing track and field. I found that out. Really? So I, gotta, I have a year to get better. I, but, because uh, you are very good at track and field, did you mention last night that you hold the high jump record at the Selby? I didn't, but my broadcast partner, Pat, mentioned it about 20 times because that's really the only <laughs> thing he knows about track and field in the area. So, And we will have uh, the event this weekend on Summer Spectacular presented by America's Preferred Home Warranty. So tune in Saturday and Sunday starting at 1 o'clock here on JTV. Also yesterday, uh, First Food Truck Tuesday and it was confusing. A lot of people thought it was Monday yesterday. That's, I think that, yeah, that was it for <laughs> sure. Uh, but it was great. We walked down. There were, uh, I think they had over nine trucks. And it was, it was great. I think um, the next one's going to be even bigger. So, I think but so, it, too. I, we can, the weather was great. The music was great. Steve Tucker was playing. And um, Brian, Brian Tucker. Steve and Brian, yeah, it was awesome. It was a, it was a, it was a great... Great day, great afternoon. I think the event will go throughout, grow throughout the summer, the first and third Tuesdays, June, July, and August. 
uh, Tiki Sam's Pizza was there in his new truck, and the second of new, his new trucks will debut in two weeks, and that is going to be a Detroit-style pizza that will be in a food truck. Yeah, so. it's nice. I complimented him I, on, on that. I called it a trailer because it <laughs> looked, it's a new trailer. Yeah. But, uh, I mean, he had quite the line. We actually saw someone who drove in from south, uh, south of Jackson to bring his wife home a, a pizza from Tiki Sam's. So, it's worth the trip. Yeah. So yesterday kind of felt normal to me as far as um, it was like a full busy day. I, I was out and about everywhere, stopped by recruit specialized staffing. They had a ribbon cutting. So it, it does feel like every day we're getting more and more back to normal. Mm -hmm. And I think my day yesterday kind of solidified that for me. Yeah, especially as we are uh, attending uh, or seeing events that we didn't have last year in the food trucks. Great example. All of these uh, vendors just sat all year. They yeah. didn't have events they couldn't do. They locked it just. And, you know, a lot of these types of businesses weren't getting any of the government funding. So if you can support uh, all those businesses that had to go away for a while. Yeah, it was, it was nice out at, uh, out at Recruit. They had uh, box lunches from uh, 308 Brass Rail. And um, yeah, it's great, great to see uh, new business uh, ribbon cuttings in town. So yeah. it's good stuff. We had box lunches from 308 Brass Rail too. What a coincidence. How about that? Yeah. yeah. I should have brought some home. Yeah, it's one of their new products, uh, the $10 box lunch, grab and go. And today there's a fundraiser at uh, 308 Brass Rail for uh, Jackson Area cl uh, Club Soccer. And they hope to uh, redo the uh, fields at Northeast Elementary. And you've actually uh, been at those fields. Oh, yeah, my them. daughter does that. Yeah, they <laughs> yeah. need work. So, yeah, buy some box launches. Let's get those fields up. Mm -hmm. Some of the uh, proceeds will be going to uh, help uh, redo the soccer fields. The... Uh, Report from Jackson's Health Department yesterday, uh, big improvement. The three-day uh, increase in new cases from the holiday weekend, 26, one new death. And the uh, Detroit News reporting today that uh, they studied the vaccination rates in Michigan's 83 counties and the new COVID cases in the counties. And they found that the top six counties in the state for vaccination all ranked near the bottom for new COVID cases and they uh, came to the conclusion that the vaccines are successful counties that have a high vaccination rate, have a low new COVID rate. That seems to make the most sense, doesn't it? It does. Overseas news, UK had their first day without a reported COVID death since the beginning of the pandemic. So that's a, that's a huge milestone. Same milestone in New York City. Yesterday, New York reported uh, the first day literally since the pandemic began, that uh, no new deaths. And they're doing a better job in New York uh, getting vaccinated. 57% of adults are vaccinated in uh, New York. It'll be interesting to see uh, New York City and major metropolitan areas as uh, they enter the fall with the schools um, and how that will look. Because as we know, everyone's going back to school. There's, there's not going to be any more any more of the uh, virtual learning, I don't think. No. Not as a full-time option, at least in New York City. No, there won't be even that choice. No. Uh, if you're a hospitality worker, t tomorrow in a Ann Arbor, the first 100 restaurant, hospitality, and retail workers who get a COVID vaccine between 3 and 6 p.m. at Zingerman's Gray Line 
will be getting a $50 Visa gift card. Wow, huh, that's pretty cool. That's free $50. Yeah. In New Mexico, uh, announced yesterday the biggest prize for getting a vaccine. They've got a lottery, and the prize is $5 million. So that's amazing. That's crazy. I wonder what the next thing will be that Americans are tricked into <laughs> doing by maybe winning a million dollars. But oh well, it's kind of fun to see all those giveaways. I think we should do our own giveaway here and see see what actually how little of a prize people would get uh, the vaccine for. And I would think it would be something as small as a free fry. It could be. It's really, there are some really chintzy prizes out there. Uh, Krispy Kreme is giving a free donut. Oh, wow, that's nice. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Thank Finger. you. Yeah, they thanks. should give a free dozen. So um, let's get down to the Extreme Dodge scoreboard. There is a lot to run through from last night, June 1st. It was, it was the busiest day of high school sports. You know, one thing that was cool, the Selby was going on, but East Jackson softball and baseball were playing uh, playing as well. In baseball, Western, they hung on in eight innings, beat Western 5-4. Ethan Trader had three hits, including the walk-off winner for the Panthers. Western takes on Eaton Rapids Saturday. Division two, Williamston knocked off the Mountie Boys 2-1 in nine innings. And uh, Northwest finishes the season with a 15 and 18 record. D3 Manchester knocks out Columbia Central. Lumen Christie beats Homer 7-3. Leslie over Napoleon 3-2. And Colin over Concord 5-2 for Morency. They ended East Jackson's season last night as, as well. And 11-3 and 4-1. And the Trojans were swept. Oh, actually, that was a non-conference. That was not their uh, that was not their district. Excuse me for the boys over in softball in Division Two. This is the stunner. Olivet knocks off number one ranked Northwest Mounties in the first round of the district. Oh, so no. Northwest out. Ugh, it's a tough one. Tough tough way to end. They had a great season, unfortunately. In eight innings, Olivet got the best of them. Nevaeh Ingram did strike out, strike out 15 in her final appearance for the Mounties. Hudson took care of Columbia, 10-0. Stockbridge, 14. Springport, 1. Napoleon, 8. Tecumseh, 6. Tecumseh, 10. Napoleon, 0. Selby Track Classic at East Jackson. Orlando Trader of Jackson High School was the outstanding performer in the male running events, taking first place in the 100, 10.94, edging Brennan Bargesser of Grass Lake in the 200-meter dash. He Photo finish. Oh, my God. This was awesome. Um, 21 point, what did he run? 21.99. Uh, this was crazy. Actually, Brennan fell at the end. Um, but this, that was the race of the night. That was, that was cool. The 200? Yeah. The what two. was his time? 21.99. Wow. Yeah, it's good, good stuff. And then he ran a 10.9 in the 100, but both those guys there had an outstanding night. Western claimed both outstanding performers in the field events as Lily Kacharek won the shot put and the disc, and Michael McCannonich was first in the disc and second in the shot to Kane and Klein of Michigan Center. Complete results of the Jackson Area All-Star Track and Field meet are available at athletic.net. 
Search, Selby Track Meet, Girls Soccer D2, Western 3, Eaton Rapids 0, Panthers are going to face Marshall on Friday for the district title, D3, Blissfield 6, Columbia 1, Springport 5, Olivet 0, and in D4, Lenaway Christian knocks off Grass Lake, 7-0 Warriors on the season with an 8-6 record. And that is our Extreme Dodge scoreboard brought to you by our friends over at Extreme Dodge. As we heard yesterday from Bill Van Dam, you can get you a truck in less than a couple weeks. So they're building 61 of yeah, them just, just for Extreme Dodge. Yeah, so they have a great new oil change, quick lube building, no appointment necessary. If you're thinking about buying or selling, think about our friends at Extreme, and that's our Extreme Dodge scoreboard. Let's take a look at our job of the day today from United uh, UMRC and Chelsea Retirement Community. The job of the day is actually jobs of the day. They're hiring in all positions. They have uh, openings for nurse manager, direct care team members, housekeeping, hospitality, servers, culinary artists, cooks, and bakers, maintenance technicians, facility support, and more. They have full-time, part-time, and per diem and flex. No experience needed. A potential for up to a $6,000 sign-on wow. bonus. They've got uh, excellent benefits, including medical, dental, vision, 403B and Roth retirement, annual scrub allowance, wellness incentives, daily pay. You pay, you get paid every day. That's cool. They give you the money every That's awesome. day. I like that. Openings, uh, Chelsea, Dexter, Jackson at Tommy Pace and in Ypsilanti. Uh, visit uh, JTV.TV and the job board to uh, apply. Yeah, there's over, I'm sorry to cut you off, ahead. but there's over 1,500 jobs available to apply for on our website and uh, great jobs, great jobs available. Who's coming in today? Today we have Dr. Matthew Badke from Jackson College and then our very own sports writer and photographer, Jeff Steers. The morning show is being brought to you by the Pick Center and JC's Dr. Badke joins us after this. You need a plumber? Grimes Plumbing Company. Licensed and insured. Proudly serves the Jackson area with fast, reliable service and competitive pricing, both for repairs and new installs. For fast, reliable plumbing service, call Grimes Plumbing today. And remember, we love water. At Clark Sales and Service, tractors and heavy equipment is our business. We'll pick up your equipment, fix it right, bring it back to you, ready to roll. One phone call keeps mid-Michigan farmers working. Any tractor, that's right, any tractor, big or small, we fix them all. 517-589-8000. Are you thinking about retiring? The decisions you make during that time are crucial. I am Brian Smith with Summit Wealth Advisors. And with over 20 years of experience, I can help you through each step and make this difficult transition easier to understand.
Credit Union and the Jackson YMCA are proud to present the inaugural Step to the Beat 5K to raise funds and awareness for the American Heart Association. This virtual 5K will run from June 14th through the 30th and is part of the 2021 Henry Ford Allegiance Health 5K Run Walk Series. Registration is $30 and includes a t-shirt and medal. To register to run or purchase a Heart Hero Tribute, visit jacksonymca.org. Nostalgia Inc., Jackson's home for all things comics, graphic novels, and games. New and back-issue comics from Marvel, DC, Image, and tons of independents. Into D&D, Pathfinder, or Shadowrun? Nostalgia Inc.'s the spot with all the books and accessories you could ever need. Nostalgia Inc. also has a huge selection of board games and collectible card games. Whether you're new to comics, a seasoned collector, or just hooked on RPGs, Nostalgia Inc. is the place for you. Nostalgia Inc., located in downtown Jackson. Welcome back to the morning show on JTV. With us now is Dr. Matthew Badke, science chair and virologist at Jackson College. Good morning, Matt. Good morning. It's nice to uh, nice to see you. Obviously, things have really been, for the most part, lifted as far as restrictions. Um, we talked a little bit about uh, when the CDC lifted the mask mandate. It was kind of a kind of a little bit of a shock, but it turns out that that was kind of the right thing to do maybe. Yeah, it was interesting. So I was actually up in Traverse City that weekend and it was a very weird scenario because Saturday you went places and every all the stores had the mask requirements and then Sunday <laughs> you went out and then you know they had printouts saying, oh, you know what, if you're vaccinated now you don't need to. So it was really kind of weird. You know, we're so used to wearing the mask everywhere now that it felt kind of odd not doing that in some places. Um, but I mean, I was, I was a little bit concerned about it being a little bit early to implement that just because we have such a large group, anybody under 12, that doesn't have a chance to be vaccinated um, and probably won't for several more months, probably not till the fall. So I was a little bit concerned about what would happen. And it looks like looking at the last couple weeks of, of data now that actually things have turned out pretty well after the, the mandate was dropped or at least suggested to be dropped because a lot of states have then followed that guidance and, and started to roll back those mandates as well. Looks like we have uh, a case here where instead of just focusing on, on sort of the fear of what might happen, uh, thinking a little bit more about that that positive benefit of, hey, if, if you can get vaccinated, you don't have to wear your mask. It looks like that has encouraged a lot of people to actually think about doing that. So when they look at like the traffic on the vaccines.gov site, it went way up after the CDC made their announcement. When you look at the rate of vaccinations, they had been declining pretty rapidly and they've leveled out now. So it looks like there are more people that are saying, you know what? I was not quite sure, but I think I'm going to go ahead and get vaccinated because I really don't want to wear that mask anymore. Mm -hmm. And so I think, you know, as much as uh, a week ago, I would have been ready to come on here and say, it was a bad decision, they shouldn't have done that. It looks like, you know, they actually has turned out pretty well. Now I know we're, um, we have young children, so right. that's, that's a little bit of a concern as far as, you know, um, my daughter, when do, do I have to wear the mask? Do I not have to wear the mask? Are we going to be to the point, not to throw some you know, numbers 
question at you, but are we going to be to the point where fall, where the risk of kids contracting it is really, 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 really low? Right, and that's, and that's I think, what, what you hope for, is that when you have enough adults and that group over 12 that is getting vaccinated, that that's hopefully going to push numbers down so low that that risk becomes mm -hmm. really minimal, even if you haven't been vaccinated yet. I wouldn't say we're quite there yet, uh, but I think the rate, you know, when you look nationally, numbers are down about 90% from their peak in January. So that's really encouraging. And I think if we continue to see those declines, kind of like what we saw last summer for the most part, um, I think that we might be able to get to that point, especially with vaccinations continuing as that number, that percentage grows and grows. I think that's gonna be hopefully getting us to that scenario where even if you haven't been vaccinated, even if you have those young kids, the risk is very low. We are um, seeing from both the president and the governor that uh, July 1 is a magic date where we are hopeful to be at 70% uh, vaccinated as a country. The science behind the 70%, is that the, the herd immunity uh, percentage that we need to reach? Right, so the idea is that if you have a virus that's circulating through the population, uh, you really want to think about how many people are susceptible to that virus, how many people can get it and get sick. And people that have had it and recovered, there's immunity from that. And people that have been vaccinated, there's immunity from that. And so when you look at those groups, those are people that even if they get exposed to the virus, they're not necessarily going to get sick because they have that immunity already. And so once that population gets large enough, as you imagine, more and more people that are not susceptible, that's gonna be less and less likely that you actually start to get an outbreak of cases where somebody can actually spread it to other people. So nobody knows exactly what that number is. Uh, maybe it's 70%, maybe it's 80%. We hear different things, but when you start to get such a large number of people that have that immunity already from the vaccination, it makes it less and less likely that you're gonna see those larger scale outbreaks and spread within a community like we've seen for the past year and a half. With uh, summer, uh, we're all under the impression that being outdoors uh, is going to lessen the transmission, but it was pointed out that we're gonna be uh, at 90 degrees this weekend and it's gonna be hot and it's hot in other parts of the country. We're all gonna be back indoors. Uh, could that cause, could we see, is there potential for more, for more of a spike in, in uh, this, this pandemic yet this summer? I think there is, and, and I think that um, the concern really needs to be some of these variants um, that we're seeing. We talked about that last time. That was one of the things that really drove the, the increase that we saw in Michigan in April. And I think that uh, now we have the so-called P1 variant, which is what was causing so many problems in India a couple weeks ago. Uh, we are starting to see a couple cases of that in Michigan now and in other parts. And so I think there, there needs to be a little bit of concern there. Um, the vaccines, while still effective, are not as effective against some of these variants. And so again, we're not necessarily going to see people getting super, super sick not necessarily going to see the deaths like we saw a year ago, but you still have the potential for people to be able to pick up the virus and potentially spread it to other people. So that's just something that I think there still needs to be monitoring going on. 
Um, I think people still do need to be cautious, especially in indoor settings. We know the science is getting pretty good at this point. We really understand how the virus is spread pretty well. Uh, outdoors, it's basically not going to happen. Uh, when you're inside in very close quarters with other people for extended periods of time, that's when you get spread of the virus. And so those are the type of situations that, you know, even if you are going to be outside, maybe just put that mask in your pocket. If you find yourself in that scenario where you're inside, you're crowded around with other people um, that are not in your family, that might be a good time to, to put the mask on. We're with Dr. Matthew Badke, Science Chair at Jackson College, and we'll be back more with Dr. Badke right after this. You push your body hard in the name of fitness. Sure, it's for a good cause. But a good cause shouldn't mean sacrificing a good time. All for one elite team making the impossible possible. All for one innovative plan built for one cancer fighter, you. All for one goal, rising above your cancer the Henry Ford Cancer Institute, we're in this fight together. And at our global destination, we'll take care to the next level. If you're looking for high quality sheds, then check out Homestead Barns. With nearly 100 options, there's a shed for you. And if not, we can make a custom one to order. We have no credit checks and rent-to-own options, so we're ready to work with you. Visit us today. The Pick Center is an independent practice that has provided care to the Jackson area for over 25 years. Doctors O'Neill and Cack supervise antibiotic infusions, as well as those for many other conditions, such as inflammatory bowel, joint and lung disease, anemia, and multiple sclerosis. Our modern facility is open seven days a week, and the infusion staff will make you feel right at home. Let your doctor know you have a choice where you receive your next infusion. Remember, when you've picked us, you've picked the best. Someone once told me that every community needs a strong hospital, a strong college, and a strong bank. County National Bank is that bank. CMB provides outstanding personal banking services and is the bank of choice for several nonprofit organizations that serve our communities. It's an honor to be part of the growth of the communities we serve in Jackson, Roseville, Lenaway, and Allen counties. And we're proud to help local businesses expand and succeed. CMB is banking that stays in the community. When tall tales of tales are too terrific, you have tales and tales. Jackson District Library's summer reading program. Join me. Me. And me. As we read fun and exciting stories about animals while competing to win a variety of prizes, including gift cards, guitars, music lessons, bicycles, and more. It's Jackson District Library's summer reading program going on June 1st through July 31st. Register for Tales and Tales at myjdl.com. Today on The Morning Show, Dr. Matthew Badke is with us from Jackson College. He heads up the science department at JC, and we've been talking about the, uh, the vaccinations. Now kids 12 and up can get the vaccine. 
A lot of kids uh, under that age and their families are wondering what's the timeline for a uh, rollout for younger kids. Right. So as we've talked about before on the show, we sort of start with the oldest group of kids and they, the trials sort of work their way down. So all the, the drug companies that have vaccines out are in the midst of or have completed trials with younger and younger groups of kids. So those are ongoing and as those studies as they get enough people enrolled, as they're able to uh, see how safe those vaccines are for the different age groups, things like that. Then they present that data to the FDA, then the FDA reviews it and hopefully they approve it and then it's available and it, it gets sent out. So, and that was what happened with the 12 to 16 group is that they had enough data, they were able to give that to the FDA, it looked good, they proved that. Now, so far, I think uh, Pfizer, the Pfizer-BioNTech um, vaccine, I think is the only one that's been approved. Uh, Moderna is also in the midst of getting their stuff in order for getting approval as well. Then those younger kids, it's looking like the latest that I heard was that Pfizer was hoping to have data for younger groups of kids by September um, and in like two different groups. So one would go down to maybe four years old, and then there'd be another one that would be down to six months old. So I don't know if they'll have enough data for that all at the same time or what, but I think the hope is by fall, um, they'll be able to submit that data, hopefully get approval. And I'm hoping by you know October, sometime around there, we'll start to see those rolled out for, for the younger kids. Do those studies take uh, a little bit longer with the kids? Are the drug companies extending those out to um, get longer periods of time and more data, or is it really the same as you know well, any other? Yeah, I mean, it's got a lot to do with getting enough numbers that you can show statistically what the differences are, um, and that gets into stuff that I don't understand very well. Um, but I know that one of the things that can actually be a problem is when we have less and less cases like we do right now, mm -hmm. it's actually harder to complete those trials because you need to have some people getting sick in order to be able to show whether the vaccine is effective or not. And so if nobody's getting sick because there's no cases, it's actually hard for them mm -hmm. to, to get that data. So sometimes that can actually cause the trials to take a little bit longer. Um, but I think, again, they're, they're hopeful by September that they'll have enough data enough kids that have been enrolled and they'll be able to show whether it was effective or not. Is there anything in our history uh, with vaccines that uh, showed we had some hesitancy to, to get vaccinated like we are with the current COVID vaccines? Yes, I think it's a very common thing that we've seen many, many times. Um, and there, you know, there, there certainly are some scenarios in the past uh, where there have been is different issues with vaccines or things like that. Um, and I think I, it's understandable to have some vaccine hesitancy to want to make sure that it is safe. Um, and that's why, you know, everything has to go through the FDA. Um, there's been some vaccines that have been approved in other countries, for example, the AstraZeneca uh, Oxford vaccine uh, that was approved in the UK uh, and was rolled out there. Uh, there's been some issues with that. Um, and even though they, AstraZeneca has submitted their data in the US, if, if you know, notice it's not been approved, it's not right. out there. 
Um, and so I think they are being very uh, diligent about making sure that they uh, have very good safety numbers, uh, are very effective. And so I think, you know, people should feel confident uh, that even though, you know, I, I understand that hesitancy and it's very common to have that um, and want to make sure that, you know, something, any, any medicine or any drug is safe before you take it, um, I think we can be confident that the FDA is, is really giving these a very thorough look before they're approving anything. Yeah, I think uh, AstraZeneca is being used in Canada, Canada. Um, right now. Exclusively, I believe. I think you're right. So, so we saw uh, no flu cases this past year. Are there other, uh, have we seen other byproducts of the, the pandemic that like the flu, have been um, good for public health? Yeah, I mean, I, anecdotally, uh, my kids are the healthiest <laughs> they've been in years. I mean, I, you know, this last year, um, normally all of us get sick multiple times, especially during the winter. Um, and, you know, because everything was virtual, because there, the kids weren't getting together, uh, my kids were super healthy. They never got sick all winter. You know, I never got sick. Um, it was it was kind of strange, uh, considering how often they bring stuff home, you know, when they're in daycare and they're in school and all these things. So that has been interesting. But I think uh, I was, I've been reading some articles that, that people are a little bit concerned that because we've had a year now where nobody got the flu, nobody got colds, anything like that, that when we see these ramp up in the fall again, we're actually going to be a little bit more severe than normal. Um, and so they're predicting that because we have less immunity, because we haven't been getting sick constantly like normally, um, that we might have a, a pretty severe cold and flu mm -hmm. season coming up. So we'll see if that actually happens or not. Because if you guys remember, a year ago, people were saying, oh, the flu is going to be terrible, yeah. right? And then it never happened. So, right. so we'll see. But I think it, it makes sense that because everybody has been home and nobody has been sick, um, we might, you know, might be a good year to get the flu shot. Don't throw away your masks just yet. Right. Well, they, that too. Um, we know that not only do they prevent uh, COVID-19, but they prevent the spread of influenza and the other viruses that cause common cold. I wonder if uh, mouthwash sales are down. I think they're up now. <laughs> uh, mouthwash sales and uh, teeth whitening strips are up. So. Dr. Matthew Badke with us on The Morning Show. Thank you very much. Look forward to uh, seeing you next time. Yeah, great to be here. We'll be back. More of The Morning Show. We'll have Jeff Steers, JTV sports writer, after this break. Over time, we've seen more and more people frustrated with their dental benefits. They thought that because they had dental insurance, they'd be well taken care of. Well. That's exactly what the insurance companies want you to believe. They figure out a way to collect your premiums while continuing to limit your choice of doctor and your choice of treatment. There's not one company better than the others. They've created an environment where dentists diagnose treatment or recommend care based upon your insurance dollars available. That's not the way people should be treated, and we think there's a better way. We put the interest of you and your family first. We take the time with you to figure out how to get the care you need whether it's with your insurance or not. We are Dentistry by Design, and our mission is to make excellent dental care a joy. Please call, visit the website, or drop by the office. 
We'd love to answer any questions you may have. And be sure to ask about our exclusive membership program to help you save on the cost of your dental care. Get the facts about the COVID-19 vaccine. COVID-19 vaccines are safe and effective and provide our best hope of ending the pandemic and returning to normal. The walk-in clinic at Center for Family Health is providing vaccines Monday through Friday, 9 a.m. to 7 p.m. and 9 a.m. to 4 p.m. Saturday and Sunday. No appointment is necessary. Don't delay. Stop in today. The Center for Family Health has been opening the door to health care for all in Jackson County for 30 years. When you deliver thousands of meals each week to hungry families, you need a lot of help. From volunteers and donors to some very dedicated partners like Consumers Energy. Their shelter energy efficiency programs have saved thousands of dollars for shelters and food banks like Hidden Harvest. With the money we saved by upgrading our lighting, we delivered 34,000 additional meals. morning show being brought to you in part by IEP Urgent Care. Have you heard of it? It's brand new it's on beautiful. East Michigan Avenue, right across from American One Credit Union World Headquarters. IEP Urgent Care is owned and operated by local board certified emergency medicine trained physicians who are dedicated to a higher standard of care at this new Jackson Clinic. IEP Urgent Care offers a time-saving and cost-effective alternative to a hospital ER visit. Walk in, call, or book an appointment online at IEPUrgentCare.com. Professional, compassionate medical care, on-site digital x-ray and testing diagnostics in a brand new facility at 729 East Michigan Avenue, all from ER-trained providers. Pretty cool space. That's right. Uh, mm. It's awesome. It's beautiful. So you get lightheaded, you go there. You break your arm, right. you go there. A lot of things. Right. Yeah, that's where mm. you go. Heart attack? No. No, ER. but you know what? They're right across the street from right. the hospital, and I really trust these guys. Here's something cool about IEP, Urgent Care. Uh, if, you are there, if you go there and they say, oh, my gosh, you should be in the ER, they give you the golden ticket to really? get into the ER, and they'll even take you there. Really? Yeah. yeah. So that's pretty cool. Awesome. Mm -hmm. Well, next on our show, we are happy to welcome the hardest working, working man in sports writing and photography, Jeff Steers. Good morning, Jeff. Good morning, Andy. Good morning, Bart. Good morning, Jeff. Well, we're, uh, we're great to have you uh, on board with JTV. You've been with us now for a few years, and um, it's been 
awesome what we've been able to do with the high school sports coverage, um, really, especially this past year. Um, after a spring where we didn't have anything, um, it just seemed like yesterday, really, and I know you've been out all year, it's, it just seemed like yesterday, the crowds, and it, it just seemed like sports were back. It was a lot of fun last night at the uh, Selby meet. You know, you had a, you had a pretty big crowd there. Uh, a lot of people yelling, screaming that that 200 uh, oh. that 200 race. Orlando Trader and uh, Bargesser, uh, Brendan Bargesser, it was just awesome. You know, came right down to the finish there, neck and neck. I mean, even Bargesser even almost dove yeah. to the finish. So you know, that that's something that you really miss. Just the sound of the crowd. Uh, mm -hmm you know, yelling as, as the race ends. I thought that was pretty exciting. Yeah, there's the finish of that race. And uh, it was those two guys pretty much the last 75 meters. And uh, yeah, it was cool. Yeah, and those two, like, good. Uh, Brendan was ahead, or, or was he? Well, it was hard to tell, really. <laughs> it was hard to tell. They were neck and neck. And Jeff, you've seen these guys race all year. Um, but yeah, the you know, the nice thing about track and field is, um, you know, all these guys are buddies, all these girls are friends with each other. It's, uh, it's really a, a community and everyone from Jackson wants everyone from Jackson to do well. There's obviously one of the uh, top athletes in the state, Jeff. That's, that's what's so exciting about, about Saturday heading in the state finals. Uh, we got possibly three teams that are gonna win state titles. Mm -hmm. you, got, uh, you got the Western girls who are just very versatile. They got girls in, in they got three really highly ranked uh, relay teams. You got a lot of versatility in the runners. You got Anna Burke, you got Lily Luma, who just ran really fast she last night. She was great night. last night. And then you got uh, Lily throwing the uh, disc and the shot. They could win. The Grass Lake boys with Brennan uh, Bargesser, he could win 30 points himself. Yeah. <laughs> and they got relays and they got other kids in other events. And then, and then here's kind of, a, uh, kind of one that people kind of chuckle at but the Grass Lake girls could win a state title. It's been done before. Lumen in 2015 won a state title with basically four or five athletes. Mm -hmm. You take uh, the mighty Lexus Bargesser, you know, she might take 30 points. They might win a relay. You got Kaylee Sandoval in the 800, you know, so that's 46, 48 points. And if it's one of those days where you don't have a dominant team, they could win a they could win a state title, and that'd be great to you know let the whole state know that hey, Jackson's back in, in track and field, yeah. and uh, they got they got some kids who can uh, who can run. I mean, that Orlando Trader's only a junior, right? So, and Bargesser, Alexis is only a junior. Yeah. So you go through and look at the Selby uh, records for everything, and it's you could put you could argue that Jackson has a, one of the strongest track histories of really any small community in the state. Um, is, is Andy's uh, high jump uh, record in danger this year? Uh, no. 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 <laughs> no, everyone trust me, that's all anyone cared about last <laughs> night, right? No. That's but um, we, do, we do have great athletes, and it's, it's amazing the talent that we really do put out. And some of these sports, track is not a, it's not a sexy sport. You're not going to get a ton of fans and students at it. But when you get these big meets, it's it's really cool. I think one thing last night that, that came to light, we had a, you know talked to a couple people and said, you know, the Selby isn't quite, you know, you don't get the fanfare that you used to. So one thing I think that we're going to do next spring is uh, one of the gals from East Jackson show, showed me a site where you can go on athletic.net 
and get like the top 10 runners for the Selby, maybe run that in their scoreboard on like a Sunday. Oh, nice. So everyone can say, hey, you know, I know Joe Smith, he's running in the 200. I might want to go out and see the event. Get a few more people there, get a little bit more, uh, a little bit more highlights for it and uh, you know, be exciting. Well, let's uh, flip through. We got, uh, you were obviously uh, out every night taking some great photos and here's some shots from, from last night. That's actually from a meet earlier, from meet earlier, uh, earlier in, in Concord. I, I think what people like is that you go out and you shoot the golf events, you shoot the soccer, you shoot all different sports. It's not just baseball and softball. And uh, Yeah, and we don't only cover the good teams, right, Jeff? That's right. If your team isn't very good, but you keep sending me scores, I'll keep coming back. <laughs> That's right. You know. That's right. But we do have a lot of great coaches in the area that do a, do a lot for us and get us some scores. But, you know, someone told someone called me the other day to compliment your pictures and they the words they used were action packed. And uh, we were just getting so many compliments on them. Uh, you must enjoy enjoy what you do, Josh. You got you have to enjoy what you do. I mean, you know, you're, you're shooting pictures and you're covering sports. I mean, what 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 can get any better than that? That's looming after their first and maybe only win of the season, they were pretty excited. Yeah. Uh, this, this little guy, this is kind of a funny picture. He's a, he's a freshman and I was about the same, same height when I was a freshman, yeah. so I, I love that picture. That's cool. Uh, That's a great, did you great golf photo. at Vandercook? I did golf at Vandercook. So golf is another sport uh, you cover for JTV and you know, I was talking to Phil Fishmeister the other day, and he said, Jeff's here. Jeff's here. was here like an hour before the, the leaders even teed off. <laughs> but you really enjoy the sport. You enjoy we have a We have a good group of guys. Here, here's the deal. You know, if you just shoot the leaders, no, no one's going to care. Yeah. But, you know, you'd be surprised when you look on our, our JTV Smug Mug uh, uh, listing. Oh, yeah. The moms and dads that buy the pictures of the kids that finish 20th. You're, you're not kidding. Yeah. And, and it's, you know, they're, they're trying as hard as, as the other kids, so it's, uh, it's, it's fun to shoot. Not just sports, but uh, really a couple of parades you were at on uh, Monday, Food Drug Tuesday, yesterday. It's a pretty busy camera you got going there. You know, we, we, keep, uh, we keep the Nikon going. Now you love uh, you love finding the good stories. Are you looking for any any stories right now? Are you working on any stories? I've got one. I might save it for football, and I can't really say sure. who it is. <laughs> right. But it's it's a really good story about a, a football player. So Sounds I think good. we're gonna cool. I think we're gonna do and that. Not only uh, was he busy this weekend with uh, JTV coverage, but uh, Jeff walked his daughter down the aisle. Uh, his first wedding. Congratulations. Thank you. That was that was pretty exciting. It's it was uh it's on Saturday, Friday, you know, it's about forty and blowing and you had a wind chill and we're like, Oh no, you know, yeah. this is gonna be a mess. It's kind of out in the barn out near Marshall. But uh it, it warmed up on Saturday at sixty, sixty five degrees, the sun shined all day, so you know, it was it was awesome. Congratulations. Your yeah. first this was your first uh Child's wedding. First child wedding. I mean, no pressure on me this year. I mean, we got our first child <laughs> getting married, and we're building a house. Nice I mean, job. Yeah. yeah. You know, you can, no pressure there. I don't know. I don't know how you found time to do all that. But did the wedding have to uh, 
be adjusted because of the pandemic? Yes, it did. We originally had a schedule for a facility here in Jackson where we could have had the wedding, could have had the reception and everything. And uh, we just, we got to a point a month ago where, you know, it was do it or don't. And they, they didn't, so we, we were fortunate to find this facility. I think it's called uh, Dreamfields in uh, just, off, just north of Marshall. And it was a beautiful barn and uh, nice setting. Everything went well. You know, if I could throw a, a free plug out there for Wade, Wade uh, doing weddings. Uh, I think his name's Matt Wade. He did an excellent job at uh, you know getting everything going, being the DJ yeah. and making everything just moving. You know, because some of these weddings they get stagnant and, <laughs> yeah. and, the, old, and the old folks leave and, the, you know, oh, yeah. and no one has a good time. But it, it was awesome. Good. Weddings by Wade. Awesome. Matt Wade has been doing Long DJing time. for yeah. decades. Remember T2? T2. T2 music? No. Uh, Terry and Matt. I mean, they've, I, I don't they've been a team. They've been, it's been, yeah, long. If you've got uh, Matt doing your uh, music, you've got first class. Yeah. Yeah. And he, and he interviewed, interviewed people for the whole thing. So before the everything started, he did a, uh, you know, introduced the whole wedding party. and. You know, got him with a couple of zingers and made everybody laugh, and you know he was just super, super organized. Well, now uh, high school sports will end eventually, <laughs> late in the month of June. But uh, you've got plans to be busy all summer. I hope so. I mean, we we got uh, we got we can go out and shoot some little league, we can go out and uh, shoot some skate park. We got uh, you know local golf tournaments, so we got we got a lot of things that we can do. Yeah, a lot, lot, lot of events. We like to cover everything. We like to, uh, we like to cover the whole community. So it's good. It's great, fit. Jeff. Thank you so much for everything you've done, and uh, hopefully you can get a night off soon. <laughs> yeah, we're going today. <laughs> uh, well, we're looking at uh, we're looking at regional golf out at uh, Calderon, and uh, probably uh, soccer at uh, Lumen. They're the only ones have a, a local soccer district going on so last night uh northwest girls softball lost we thought they were going to make a run of course anything can happen this time of year you see it every year that was a shocker they they had a couple of key injuries late in the season and i think that eventually just kind of caught up with them a little bit i mean ingram still struck out 15 batters so you know she was on her game but uh when you don't have the hits you know don't score the runs that's what happens and coaches, if uh, your score is missing from the Jets County scoreboard on JTV, uh, make sure you get the scores into Jeff. And I know you've been in touch with all the coaches, and uh, every once in a while we're missing a, a score or two. So if your uh, team's missing, uh, make sure you get it into us, hopefully the night of the uh, event. Good to see you. Thanks for coming in. Thanks, sir. Thanks for your time. Yeah. Thanks, Jeff. Good to see you. Yeah, we had fun last night. Yeah, it was a lot of fun. I hope you're not too mad at me. I did learn that this means hurdles. <laughs> that was fun. That was fun. Jeff Steers, look for his work on gtv.t, including uh, photos from photos and results from the entire Selby. So check that out, gtv.tv. We'll be right back to wrap up the morning show after this break.
The PICK Center is an independent practice that has provided care to the Jackson area for over 25 years. Doctors O'Neill and CAC supervise antibiotic infusions, as well as those for many other conditions, such as inflammatory bowel, joint and lung disease, anemia, and multiple sclerosis. Our modern facility is open seven days a week and the infusion staff will make you feel right at home. Let your doctor know you have a choice where you receive your next infusion. Remember, when you've picked us, you've picked the best. Yes, we know, pet insurance can be a bit confusing, but it doesn't have to be. The Personal Lines team at Walton, an independent auto owner's insurance agency, is here to help. We've flipped the script to provide the modern pet parent with clear choices and access to the latest technology, including an app that allows you to make claims, talk to a live vet 24-7, and even manage playdates. If you're interested in a quote, look up Walton, an independent auto owner's insurance agency, at waltonpetinsurance.com. Walton Insurance Group, we're here. Your new ride is waiting for you at Avenue Auto. We've been giving Jackson great deals on pre-owned vehicles for 27 years. With 80 or more vehicles on the lot, each with a free warranty, we're your family-owned and operated choice in Jackson. I'm Nate Vermeulen, and welcome to Vermeulen Furniture. We are Jackson's premier home furnishing store. Living in dining room sets, home office decor, beautiful bedrooms, we have it all. Take advantage of our in-home design service, and we provide free mattress delivery and setup. We have a wide variety of power recliners for those lazy days, and be sure to check out our clearance center for the best deals in Jackson. Stop into Vermeulen's today and make your house a home. Collins Brothers floor covering in 15 seconds. Flush carpet, pattern carpet, commercial carpet, carpet tile, ceramic tile, porcelain tile, glass tile, decorative tile, floor tile, wall tile, shower tile, subway tile, marble tile, wood tile, vinyl tile, and much more. Collins Brothers downtown. Whew. Welcome back to the morning show on JTV. It's graduation party season, and that means my friends like to borrow my coolers because I have a nice big Yeti I got at the JSO um, Symphony Ball when I had a little too much to drink and bid on it. So I like to loan that out, but new coolers making a comeback are the old Igloo coolers. I love the Igloos. Yes, yeah. these are available. They're retro version. You were raised on igloo coolers. I sure was. <laughs> igloo coolers and rivers. The Yeti cooler, it's... Uh, Look at this. This is a Playmate by Igloo. Uh, I love it. I love it. Now, I'll tell you a quick story about my bachelor party. This was in Atlantic City. Ooh, there's the NASCAR one. Tea. Buy that for tea. <laughs> um, your son, Joey, is rolling an igloo cooler through the Tropicana in Atlantic City when all of a sudden the lid falls off <laughs> and 50 beers and ice go across the entire lobby. Nice. The entire lobby. And that's at 7 a.m. <laughs> nice. We just left it and walked away. <laughs> so, but yeah, anyways, igloo coolers, I'd like one for Father's Day. Not that one. Remember the... Uh Styrofoam coolers that you see people traveling with every now and then. Oh, yeah, yeah, those are Wrapped with uh, those. Um, hey. <laughs> yeah. No, I, um, I purchased those styrofoam coolers before because you never know when you're going to need one. They're handy. Here's something you might be interested in. Have you, ever, have you ever wished that you could look like a Papa John's delivery driver? Mm -hmm. Well, now you can. They are selling 
apparel uh, that is like, apparently, Papa John's delivery drivers wear like these racing suits, but- Is Papa John still in there? Yeah, Papa John's. The guy, John himself- He's out. He's out of the company. All right, I was gonna say. But this is- Shaq, Shaq owns, owns Papa John's. Wow, he's one of the majority owners. Sorry, go ahead. 300 pounds. The what? The, the cost. Really? It's in Britain, yeah. Noah. So it's, wow, how about that? I wanted to tell you, I'm watching a couple documentaries that you, um, that you might find interesting. Framing John DeLorean. Now, the DeLorean, was that a car you wanted? No. No, I didn't know all his history at GM and he was such a wild man it's and crazy. crazy man. And then he yeah. got arrested for cocaine. It's like, whoa, what are you doing? He was selling cocaine to finance his car company. Well. <laughs> Yeah, because he had to. Um, it's interesting, uh, but there's some interesting economics of it. Like he was able to go overseas to get money from um, other countries' government just because the recessions were so bad. So as long as he had jobs, but he was... So it was crazy. And then another one is about uh, WeWork, which... WeWork. WeWork and CEO Adam Newman, and that company went from leasing office space to a big fraud and almost $30 billion valuation. And uh, that's, that one's interesting. That's a shocking one. So. Uh, one of the Bright Walls mural artists from Jackson, Jeremiah Britton, he worked for uh, WeWork. <laughs> I tell you what, and um, you know, it's interesting you bring that up because during this documentary, you're showing, they're showing how this Adam Newman, this leader, CEO, founder is creating all of this space with murals and art and this and you're showing big city new york buildings being done i don't know if anyone ever got paid to, for their work but anyways it's crazy it's a cool documentary i'd check that one out uh here's good news for uh people that want to do drugs and still work amazon said that it's going to stop testing job seekers for drug use well now that it's become legal in the majority of the u.s amazon is saving a lot of hr money by not sending those samples to the labs so failed workplace drug testing in the state of michigan are at an all-time high about uh, six percent of drug tests taken as a condition of employment in michigan fail due to drug tests. Yeah, no, we have a 100% pass right here. We all take them once a week. Have you ever been behind? Austin, we don't <laughs> make him take one. <laughs> have you ever been behind an Amazon truck? They apparently give them the keys and no instructions and... Oh, well, you and I can buy an Amazon truck <laughs> delivery service if we have the money and mm. you can just set your own up, so. Maybe we'll do that in our free time. Yeah, maybe. Tomorrow morning we have a great show. We have uh, Brady Cook, superintendent at Michigan Center, and then the Chamber Connection, Pat O'Dowd, and he'll have Larry Pryor. Awesome. And later today. Later today, Dr. John Wald, Liz Snell from Jackson College, Matt Kerfman will be with you from Richmond Brothers Financial, Nancy Peters Lewis and Brian Green, and Jenna Shimalewski with Right Size Your Life. Awesome. Well, that's all news to me. Good. Well, <laughs> here it is. Looking forward to it this afternoon. All right. Well, that's it. Have a great day. We'll see you on Thursday.